0: Sports fans to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, The Baylor Club, Buy It Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Brisson Live Southwest Time Manufacturing and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen,
1: here's Matt Mosley. Well, thank you, Nash, for that introduction. You do it on a daily basis. We appreciate it and uh, enjoy being with you on this brisk Tuesday afternoon. Aaron Sexton around, as always, running things at the mothership, keeping his eye on any possible breaking news uh always uh newsy day around the uh around the nfl you know as we kind of see what's going on what are the cowboys doing what's the latest on this and um in fact i'll be i'll be right after the show tonight speaking about the cowboys um and uh on one of my uh various platforms and that'll be fun here in fact it's someone I'll be with uh, someone Aaron enjoys listening to, although sometimes he does not like this man's uh, uh, opinions, and, and Aaron will sometimes sound awful on that, but that's a sign of a good talk radio show host that makes you kind of angry or makes you react. Um, the Packers have signed the wide receiver D.D. Westbrook off their practice squad, and... Um, the uh, And then I want to tell you, Aaron, since you're such a fantasy freak, there's people signing all over the place, people bringing up players from their practice squad. But only you would appreciate this one. The Texans have a new running back. They have claimed former Cardinals running back Eno Benjamin on waivers per his agents. All right, Aaron, and anybody who follows the Texans, I thought you might want to know that coming right off the uh, – the top here. And then I thought that was interesting too, Aaron, the news that I thought this the other day. I thought, man, that guy that keeps fumbling and uh, you know, for the Packers, the punt returner, they muff something here, muffed something there, has been doing it. He's done it more than once this season. It's been a problem. He was a third round pick. I didn't even realize that till today. Two thousand twenty one. I mean they liked him. They liked this guy. And he's gone. Uh, Packers released wide receiver Amari Rodgers and the running back Kylan Hill. I don't know, kind of forget what his story is, but I know why they got rid of uh, of uh, Amari Rodgers, because he kept muffing punt punts. And then today, Aaron, as I was preparing for the show, I like to listen to what are the national people saying? It was the the big debate. Does Rodgers have his mojo back? Is this vintage Aaron Rodgers again? And while he was good and threw for three touchdowns, and I'm not saying that wasn't a nice performance, I mean, why the Packers ran all over the Cowboys. Should we not forget that they ran for over 200 yards? So vintage Aaron Rodgers, he was good. He was efficient. I think he was 14 for 20. Meanwhile, Dak Prescott, Threw it, like, 46 times. Wasn't very good. I mean, Aaron, did you look at those numbers? One guy, Rodgers throws, like, 14 to 23 touchdowns, and I want to say 220 yards, 225 yards. Um, <laughs> Dak throws for 46 attempts, 26 more attempts, and ends up with, like, maybe maybe, like, 30 or 40 more yards. That's not good. That's not a recipe for success. If it takes you 46 attempts and you're barely getting more passing yardage than the Packers, who only attempted it 20 times. Packers are are trying to do something that they never attempted during the Mike McCarthy era, and that is line up and run you over and, and, and use the running backs. Aaron, if you're... I mean, think about it. In the past, you never, even to this day, I have a hard time making myself draft in fantasy a Green Bay running back. But it absolutely makes sense to take uh, Aaron Jones or Dylan, the other guy. I mean, you know, as a backup kind of guy with Dylan, obviously, he's not their bell cow. But this is a really potent rushing attack. Aaron, where does our man, um, you know, who put up the big numbers? Talking about it, uh, where did where did he, where did he, uh, where is he in fantasy right now? Is he a top ten back, top five back in fantasy? The lead back for uh, for the uh, Packers?
2: No, um, he's probably top twenty, but he's had okay. He's been really up and down this year. He's had some really good games, but he's had some real duds. Mm. I can. I'll tell you exactly where he's at. And
1: just That's, a second. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that goes my point. But no, I, I, I do think that they've discovered something. They, they, dis, they discovered, by the way, that they didn't have anything going with Rodgers. And to have these two backs, I got to hand it to them. They're trying to rein, reinvent themselves on the fly. Aaron, I was looking, by the way, at the standings, and. The Packers are not out of the playoff race. The Commanders are not out of the playoff race. Commanders take down the Eagles last night. Aaron, I think you've been one of the people saying that you didn't think the Eagles were all that, even though they were undefeated. I mean, was this truly one of the best teams, if not the best team in the NFL? Commanders said no. And uh, Taylor Heineke. Aaron, should there be any quarterback controversy in Washington, I was watching those shots of of uh, Wince last night, you know, and thinking to myself, what what in the world? Like how how could you watch what you saw last night and then he see that McLaurin uh, great catch when he put one deep to him and and uh, some of the, some of those uh, incredible moments in that game. How could you watch that and think, oh, I'd like to see Wince back in there. I mean, I. Heineke started now, I think, four games this season, and he's 3-1. and one. If Heineke's not hurt, Aaron, would you even think about bringing Wentz back into that lineup?
2: No way. You've you, you, you got to stay with Heineke. I mean, what did Carson Wentz do that makes you think he could have beat the Eagles last night? <laughs> even though they basically won it by running the ball a lot, Heineke had some good passes and didn't make many mistakes which also allowed them to win, which Carson Wentz has been prone to do. Yeah. Also, a quick note about Aaron Jones. You were right. He's actually running back eight on the year in in most, in most the two most popular formats, so he's higher than I thought. I thought he'd be about 15 or 16.
1: Okay. Mosley's been redeemed. <laughs> and the fantasy champ himself, Aaron Sexton, re- uh, admitting that Mosley may have been right on something. Okay, top ten yeah, as a fantasy back. And uh, man, he's he's good. He's good. And and what they're doing is uh, is pretty smart. Now, Aaron, the youth I kind of wonder now, especially with the Cowboys losing, if in watching those two backs do such a nice job and running for over two hundred yards, I think it's a reminder that what the Cowboys have in Pollard and Zeke. That doesn't mean Zeke should get the most carries, but it is kind of nice when you have <clears throat> two very viable running backs, and Cowboys got burnt a little bit. Cowboys thought that they could buy another week because they've got this quick stretch coming up, that they could buy another week with Zeke, and then they lose the game. Now, did they lose the game because they didn't have Zeke? No, they lost the game because they're sitting up there 28-14 and they couldn't protect the league, and quite honestly, and we we were talking to a stretch, Glenn stretch Smith, the other day, Dan Quinn, we give him huge props all the time for being, like, the greatest defensive coordinator ever. Well, when, when they forfeit, when they cough up a 28-14 lead, he does deserve his fair share of criticism in my mind. And so I think that's worth uh, that's worth pointing out. Now, what was I doing last night? Well, let's see. I was at Toys for Tots out there at Richard Carr. Thank you, Mr. Carr. Thank you for what you do. Thank you, the U.S. Marines, the Marine Corps. Wow, great job, great job. You can still go out there right off uh, nine hundred West Loop three forty. Uh, Aaron, you could kind of peek out the window last night. You could see me right across the highway down there. Now I got to tell you, they have screwed up the the uh, the construction has been so awful for those businesses, and yet somehow. They keep moving those trucks over at Richard Carr, so kudos to them. Uh, I mean, all our friends over on that side. I got a buddy who uh, childhood friend that runs the uh, that Hyundai, uh, the uh you know the May Hyundai over there. And uh, I mean, just getting to those places is something. Um, it's going to look nice, and it's going to be a lot better. How long will it take them? Heaven only knows. But uh, just what I would recommend: go take your Unwrapped um new toy and then that'll go to an underprivileged child in the central Texas area. And uh in fact Doug a good friend of ours from uh Officer of Baylor alumni, ran by and dropped off uh dropped off a toy yesterday. Great always great to see Doug and we'll see him bright and early. I mean, Doug actually is kind of cut out for early mornings. He seems like a guy that likes to get up, have coffee, and kind of start his day at 5 or 5.30. I'm not one of those people. So I think Doug gets a kick out of seeing me at about 6.15 or 6.30 on those Saturdays when we start our pregame at 7. I would probably, in the future, Aaron, I'm going to lobby Tom and Doug uh, from the Office of Baylor Alumni to start our programs at 8.00. Okay, on 11 o'clock games, start it three hours before kickoff, all right? That's just kind of a, I'm going to, it's kind of like uh, I was looking today at at the legislatures. All their first bills have been uh, unveiled. There's one on gambling, one on abortion, and one on election security. Now, what are they looking at election security for, Aaron? They won, they got all the, they won all those votes and, they're in there. Anyway, we'll take a peek at, at all that. But that would be an amendment on 11 o'clock games. My vote would be we start at 8 a.m., all right, instead of 7 a.m. And uh, we'll see if that goes anywhere. I don't think it will. But uh, we'll appreciate Doug and everything he does and his support uh, of the Matt Mosley Show as well as uh, Baylor Athletics and Baylor in general. All right, he's uh, he's out there. He and Ryan Boyd and some of the folks, uh, Bears in the Wild. Aaron, have you seen that? Have you seen the commercials for Bears in the Wild? I haven't. Need to take a peek at that. It's it's some kind of almost Steve Irwin. Who was that guy that was the, uh, the you know, kind of like one of those guys, kind of a Australian-type hunter or Crocodile Dundee-type in the wild out looking for bears? Now, I don't know if it's like, recruiting new Bears or trying to find the old Bears, maybe a little bit of all of it, but that is something going on. Now, speaking of Bears, interesting last night, the guy filling in for uh, John Morris, because John was doing TV last night, uh, Rosillo, uh, Ros- Dave, what is his name, Eric Rosillo, nice guy, and did a good, good job. I was getting a kick, though. He kept talking about the Bears. The Bears do this, the Bears. Well, both teams were the Bears, Dave Rossillo, I think it is um and so but again we knew when he, when you say the bears we assume you're talking about Baylor so i think he was on firm ground but the other team the northern colorado group they're the bears as well university of northern colorado now the the thing i would not do is call them uh like unc i heard a bunch of that all right I mean, there's only one unc like in, in America, and we know what basketball team that is in college basketball. You can't really call Northern Colorado UNC because nope, everybody hears that and immediately thinks of Carolina Blue. Um, just, just Those are my editorial comments. Now, Aaron, um, and we'll talk to uh, uh, our man Kevin Longquist in a minute. Uh, you were watching the game last night. Flagler is on a tear. Adam Flagler is just, he's, he's ready. Okay. Sometimes it takes guys get ready, get into form. Uh, so who's the best player on this team? Well, the best NBA player probably be Keontae, right? But the best flat out college player is Adam Flagler. But the great news is Keontae is like incredibly unselfish is, is has emerged as a really good passer. And so you got Keontae and then, um, Coming off a really rough game the other night, shooting game. You don't see it very often from LJ Cryer. He reminded us that he was mortal. He could miss some shots. And and he went into that game last night, Aaron, like five for twenty from three point range. That's not like him. All right. I think last night he was four for nine. It's a lot more like him. Would have even been a little better. He missed his last two threes, I think, of the evening. But um I'm liking and I and I was my 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 uh Family was getting tired of it, Aaron. Last night, um, I was listening for Morris to say to John to say Josh <sighs> Ojanwana's name. And I, and I kept repeating it over and over again so I would get it right. Now, of course, I need to kind of go back to the drawing board. O'j- Ojanwana, I think, is what Ojanwana is what, uh, is what John was saying. I may need to work on it a little bit more, but he's good. I like him. He brings a lot of energy. He's a pretty skilled guy. Loner's obviously going to always come in and just create all kinds of havoc. And I think he's also going to be able to knock down some threes. Bridges can flat-out score. Uh, Cryer had over 20 last night. It's a good team, deep team. And one other thing, Aaron, we may bring it up again later. Scott said that he thinks Del Bonner – is the best ball mover in the country. I mean, that's interesting to me. Now, I think what he means is just, you know, just as far as just quickly making good decisions, moving the ball, ball's not sticking. I think that's a good thing when Bears are in rhythm, especially this early in a season. It's good for the ball not to stick anywhere. But the best ball mover in the country, that got my attention. So... Uh, when we have, uh, we're going to try to have coach Jacobs on, we may be able to do it tomorrow at the five o'clock hour. Let's, uh, Aaron, let's remember to ask about that. What makes Del Bonner perhaps the best ball mover in the country? And then John will get it, get us quite an explanation. John's a very learned guy. And, uh, Aaron, did you see those two tone green pullovers, the basketball coaches and support staff were wearing last night? Um, that's an interesting look. I, I I can't I can't tell if I'm supportive of it or not. We'll also talk Baylor coaching fashion with Coach Jacobs tomorrow. I will say this: he started a trend. I mean, I would say seventy percent of that staff is has shaved has you know have shaved their heads. I mean, they're just going with a bald look, and uh, it's an interesting deal. And I think that's a I think they're paying tribute to John Jacobs. All right, it's Mosley. It's Sexton. Next, Kevin Longquist from Rivals.com joins us. Friday night, the Mar Panthers take on Cushing in an area playoff game,
3: and you can catch all the action on our sister station, Kicker 1590 a.m. and 99.3 FM. Coverage of Martin Cushing begins at 630 with the pregame, the kickoff, and all the action at 7 o'clock. After the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show here on ESPN Central Texas. Catch Mark and Cushing Friday at six thirty on Kicker, and after the game, it's the Friday Night High School Football Scoreboard Show on ESPN
4: Central Texas. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Line Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLineFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Line gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Line partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Line magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Line Foundation member today at BaylorLineFoundation.com.
0: When you need to build a fence on your farm or ranch, whether it's an 8-foot game fence for your deer or exotic animals or any type of livestock, Aim High Fence is the one to call. They're a turnkey operation to include custom entryways and gates, high rail fence, working pins, and water gaps. With over 50 years of combined experience, you can count on them for a quality fence. Owner Craig Davidson is a 1983 Crawford graduate and an 82nd Airborne veteran. So give him a call for a free estimate at 254-981-3595. AimHighFence.com or look him up on Facebook
4: exceptional experience extraordinary results that's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at steckler wayne cherry and love law firm they are trial lawyers with over 100 years combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases as well as business disputes Steckler Wayne Cherry and Love has an office in Waco managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig Cherry is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. He has obtained significant settlements and verdicts for his clients, due in no small part to his integrity and relentless tenacity. His tireless dedication and ability to anticipate his opponent's next move makes him the ultimate opponent in the courtroom. Learn more about Steckler, Wayne, Cherry, and Love at SWClaw.com. That's SWClaw.com.
5: ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor athletics.
6: Empower your financial future with First Central Credit Union. Get in motion with First Central's free checking that pays you cash back and refunds fees from ATMs nationwide.
2: Enjoy an automatic savings feature and free reward checking while being the
6: MVP of a new cashback season. It's a snap to apply online at FirstCentralCU.com. Everything we do is true. We do
7: it for you. Eligibility and qualifications apply, Member NCUA.
6: Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you we are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org texas ortho
8: your one stop for all farm and ranch supplies is bar Nun country Store. And when it's time to buy feed for all of your animals, they're an official Purina dealer. Bar Nun Country Store also stocks lawn and garden supplies, outdoor furniture, ag hardware, and Circle E and Tyler candles. Go buy and say hello to Paula, Chelsea, and the gang at Bar Nun Country Store. 7991 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville and at barnuncountrystore.com.
9: Say hello to the easiest everyday accessory, permanent fine jewelry at DMRA Fine Jewelers. We offer a wide selection of permanent fine jewelry that your DMRA experts custom fit and micro-weld closed, creating a seamless permanent bracelet, necklace, ring, or anklet. Great for promise rings, friendship bracelets, bridal showers, bachelorette parties, birthday parties, or simply to treat yourself, book your permanent fine jewelry appointment or private event now at DMRA Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive.
5: ESPN
7: Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Last night on Monday Night Football, the last undefeated team in the NFL went down as the Washington Commanders beat the Philadelphia Eagles 32 21. West Virginia has agreed to separate with athletic director Shane Lyons. who has been at the school since 2015. College football playoff ranking show tonight, starting at six o'clock on ESPN. Baylor basketball beat Northern Colorado last night in the Farrell Center, 95 to 62. Bader women's basketball back on the floor tonight in the Farrell Center, hosting SMU. Tip is at seven o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Dallas Mavericks back on the floor as well tonight, hosting the Clippers at the AAC. Tip-off is at seven thirty. Catch the UMHB coach Larry Harmon show tonight, starting at six on Fox Sports Central Texas Sports Center every twenty
5: minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
1: It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas is so proud to be joined by uh, Kevin Longquist right now. Kevin uh, was—he's making his way out. He's got to do some interviews this evening out there in the Greater Alito area. Uh, One of one of the great state powers of our time, Uh, winner of like fifteen state titles or something crazy over the past twenty-five years. Um, How many? Ten. It's ten. Nine out right. of the last thirteen. Nine out of the last thirteen, and they haven't lost a district game in many, many years. That's kind of that's a that's a crazy. How long? Two thousand and seven. Two thousand and seven,
10: and the streak is one hundred eleven games.
1: All right, all right. As you can tell, he's making his way out there, uh, Kevin. If you get out there near Venus, Texas, that's in North Texas, <laughs> that's out not too far away from where you're gonna be. Kevin Costner spotted today filming some scenes for the uh for Yellowstone. And uh and, and so the footage of him throwing passes out there during a break dur uh and um guy's got a good arm. You know obviously we've seen him in Tin Cup. Uh we saw him in uh the uh, oh what was the one with Susan Sarandon? I mean, he's all, he's been in, uh, so, for the love of the game, Bull, Bull Durham, we've seen for the love of the game. I would say of all the non-former athletes, you know, he's done a decent job over the years at playing an athlete. Now, of course, Jim yeah. Brown and Fred Dreyer, and there's some people that are, you know, were, were ab- actually athletes. We can't really count those people. Of all the the non athletes that tried to play athletes, who do you think we we can't like count Ray Allen from He Got Game? Um, who would you say is the uh, pulled it off the best? If you had to if you had Dennis, to make a call there,
10: I think Dennis Quaid did a pretty good job. I think Dennis actually played at, was in athletics in his younger days, but you know he was in that uh, that movie as the pitcher the kid, the pitcher out in West Texas. The high school coach who got that gig with the The rookie, uh, Yeah, yeah, the rookie, right. And then uh, he was also in that movie from way back, a really bad movie, though, uh, called Everyone's All-American when he was the running back down at LSU, that sort of thing. And so uh, I think uh, Dennis Quaid would be right up there for me.
1: Also pretty good in Jaws 4. And uh, and then had a long time relationship with Meg Ryan, and, and I don't believe they're together anymore. But uh, had a good had a good long run with that relationship. Talking to Kevin Longquist, he and I have had a long run ourselves, dating back to our days together at the Arlington Morning News. And uh, Kevin, um, before we uh, get into some of the Baylor stuff, what a oh I saw you the other night. I couldn't even. I just I, – I uh, that was sickening to watch. The Bears just go out there yeah. and have nothing go right, 31-3. Let me ask you this, though. Uh, as you look around at this upcoming Baylor uh, class, the, I mean, <sighs> Baylor had some great recruits at that game the other night. You know, that's good and bad news. You hate to have recruits in and have the team go out and have – one of their biggest clunkers in the last two or three seasons. Uh, but it happens, right. okay? And, and most times kids aren't going to not come to your place because of one poor performance. Um, the Lagway kid, who I think you and I have talked offline and online, Baylor, it, it, I think you'd probably give it like a 5% chance at best. But his dad yeah. did play running back at Baylor. This kid has offers from everybody, including Alabama. He's a 2024 kid, and he's a monster. I mean, and, and so it was, he was in town for this. Um, anybody else, uh, Kevin, and, and did you, um, have you talked to the Lagway family in recent months, or do you have any kind of feel for which way that, that family seems to be leaning?
10: I don't know. I mean, I've talked to DJ a couple times offline. You know, he has said all the right things. I mean, he's obviously made the circuit throughout the football season where he's going. I know a lot of people feel like Florida's got the lead for him right now just because of the number of times that he's traveled down to Gainesville to watch them play and that sort of thing. And I do think that's probably where he's going to go is somewhere in the SEC, uh, Matt. But, I mean, as far as, like, DJ is concerned, I mean, he's – You know, he he has a lot of great things to say about Baylor, obviously because with his dad playing there. And you remember Baylor was, I think, his first offer uh, back in 2021 before everything just took off. I think it was in 2020. But anyway, you know, he just has that kind of persona, and he's put himself in a position where he is going to command these types of offers where he's getting them all over the place. And the fact that he has made the effort to go on all of these visits. I know he also went up to Arkansas for – the Arkansas-Alabama came back in October. So, you know, for him to have that flexibility and obviously the resources to do that is a credit to him. I think the thing that Baylor has to do here is if they're going to try and just, if you will, overcome the odds that they are facing here is that they're just going to have to tell them, like, the offense is yours, this is how it can be built around you, that sort of thing. And... You know, and obviously play up the, the the legacy angle. I don't know much more they can do about this, Matt, other than the fact that you can talk to them about the opportunity of NIL. You really can't sell it. You can just say the opportunity of NIL there. But that's about all you can really do. And then it's just going to be a matter of does he want to see in Texas? And by all accounts, everything that I've ever read about him is that he wants to leave the state. And sometimes you just can't fight that.
1: Yeah yeah although man i tell you he's grown up in the green and gold and you're right the uh the uh the dad angles a good one uh update us i i i was hearing some alarming rumors on um i shouldn't even put it phrase it that way did did novaside take uh a recent visit or is that is that uh anything like that is there any reason to be concerned there
10: Uh, I I haven't gotten that confirmed. I've seen it, but I I haven't gotten that confirmed. But I I will say this. Uh, You know, from the standpoint of where Nova said is, I think we knew that when you and I talked about this on September 1st when he announced that he was sticking with Baylor, and I think I said to you back then, this isn't over until the the signature comes across the uh, dotted line uh, on the Baylor fax machine in mid-November. It's always going to be it sitting out there. And, of course, with Baylor kind of struggling like it is this year, people are going to tug at him. When you have a great recruit like Baylor does, you're always going to have to fight off somebody. And it happened to them when they lost Christian Brathley to LSU. So it's a matter of this is the kind of war that you're just going to have to deal with. And whether or not... You know, it just they've got about 4 weeks to get this thing finished to get him across the finish line. And remember wherever he goes, he's showing up in January. So, I mean, look, if the, if the Kansas state game was going to be one of those things that would say, well, that's going to be a deal breaker for him because of how poorly he could play, how poorly, you know, Baylor played or how poorly Blake shapin played. You know, if you're him, you probably were watching that game thinking Maybe there's an opportunity for me to come in right away and compete for the starting job if it continues to go like this. So, you know, that, that's where we're at. That's where this always goes, Matt. This time of year was hot with big-time big time recruits that are committed to, quote-unquote, not big-time programs.
1: Yeah, I hear you. Although, I mean, the defending Big 12 champions, and there's a lot of things to suggest. I get
10: it. Yeah, I mean, no it, it is a big that, time Matt. program. Yeah, but I'm saying that people will view it like it's not a big time program. That they will say, "Well, that's just a one year wonder of what they did." Uh-huh. That sort of thing. It, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's just Baylor's got to have. You know, I'll put it to you this way, Matt. If Baylor had done this where they were maybe winning a second consecutive Big Twelve title this year, or if they were and if they were doing this for a third straight year, you know, where you sustain it over time? That's where you get that reputation, where you shed that, well, it's not a big-time program. That's kind of the thing that Baylor has to keep working to get to. It's not there yet, and I think we can be honest in saying that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I two out of the last three seasons uh, ended in the Sugar Bowl. Uh, they won a lot of games, but uh, I do hear what you're saying. Uh, I, but if, if somebody's going to be mamby-pamby enough to – Like, be ebbing and flowing with like, oh, they're a little bit more down than I expected them to. But I think you made a good point. If you should be looking at it like, hey, maybe I could play a little sooner than I thought I was going to get to play. If they're struggling a little bit at that position. Let's get in here. You know who else that wasn't, didn't shy away from competition? The, the Manning kid. Arch Manning said, I don't care. You think I care that Quinn Ewers is out here? And look at Quinn Ewers right now, spraying around everywhere, not playing well, and, and Manning is not going to go in there hat in hand. Oh, I'll just wait my turn. No, he's going to go in there, and he's going to compete for the job. So if right. side, here's the biggest problem, yeah.
10: you know, here, Here's the biggest problem, Matt. Is that remember, the quarterback position in college is so fluid. It's probably the most fluid position in the game right now because if you don't if you go in there and if you don't get the starting job then the rumors start to float that you're gonna leave. You know, that sort of thing. It's because it's almost like I didn't win it so I'm gonna take my toys and go home. You know, that sort of thing. Which which drives me nuts when you hear that. But at the same time but that's how fluid it is. And that's why if I'm Novissad, I look at the situation with Baylor by saying it doesn't matter to me if Blake is the starter and if Kyron Drones is backing him up. I'm going in there in January, and I'm going to put myself in a position where I'm going to think that I can compete for the starting job. And if you don't take that mentality, then you shouldn't be playing the position. Plain yeah. and
1: simple. Yeah, all right. We'll continue to see what uh, how Dripping Springs does as uh, things proceed in the uh, playoffs. Talking to uh, Kevin Longquist. Always good to catch up with Kevin uh kevin this uh, bears have the horn frogs coming in i mean it's good news bad news uh it's uh it's you know obviously the best team they're going to face all season coming off the put you know the worst uh performance they've had since the pandemic season and uh so you do get a, a chance to, to to bounce back um after you've had time to think about that effort the other night kevin it was that in your mind, was that one of those just everything cratered, everything went the wrong way on him, including uh, Will Howard getting that game and Baylor wasn't prepared for him? How, how did you end up trying to uh, uh, process a 31-3 loss to K-State?
10: I think I was more stunned, Matt, by the way they didn't respond. Um, I, I What really struck me was – you know, they get the stop on the opening possession of the game. They get the sack from Garmin Randolph and Matt Jones of Adrian Martinez. They immediately take it down. They get it down to what it was about, the seventeen yard line or whatever. There's the t- there's the pass that Chapin throws that goes off the shoulder pads of uh, Josh Cameron and it gets picked off at the thir- and it's and Kansas State starts at the three. And then they just and then the Wildcats just go ninety seven yards and twelve plays over five minutes and strike first start open the second quarter with a, with that score from the turnover and I, and that's what bothers me the most is the fact that Baylor did not respond to that and i would you know and based on what we saw not only from last year but even in the 2 and 17 last year and even some parts this year is that they always had a response even in Oklahoma state when it got away from they still fought all the way back remember you know even when Oklahoma state returned the second-half second half kickoff back for a touchdown to get it to a two-score game. They got that thing to 23-17. And it just never seemed like in this game that they had a response for this. And that's what struck me so much about this is the fact that it just wasn't there. And I don't understand it. And I don't think, you know, Matt, you and I were there in the press afterwards is that I don't, think, I don't think Dylan Doyle, Squirrel Williams, or even Dave Aranda really knew how to answer any of those questions because I don't think they knew what happened out there.
1: Yeah, I think it was tough. And I think, uh, Doyle, you know, tried to, he, he's a really mature guy, you know, trying to yeah. put, uh, the way he tries to put things in perspective, which is, uh, pretty amazing. But, uh, after a loss like that, you're right. Everybody's kind of at a, uh, you know, just doesn't know what to say. The, um, no. <laughs> the, the, yes, the, um, Vikings, And the Cowboys getting ready to get it on, and Vikings have emerged, especially with the Eagles losing, as one of the better teams uh, in the NFC. And that catch, uh, that catch the other day, I mean, uh, what he what against the Bills, Justin Jefferson, uh, that's that's one of the greatest we've ever seen. I was at the game. And, and had great angles of it and everything when uh, obj Odell Beckham jr did to, had to catch when he was with the Giants against the Cowboys one of the greatest catches in NFL history but with what was on the line and how he was being covered this was this was a phenomenal play all right uh, uh, Kevin you are a lifelong Vikings fan are you uh, mm-hmm. are you starting to believe in this team and that this team may have? some incredible opportunities.
10: Well, I think they've got an opportunity, Matt, of course. Uh, You know, whether they wanted to admit it or not, you know, the game in Buffalo was going to be more of a telltale sign of what this team was all about. And, you know, they've won, what is it now, an NFL record, seven consecutive one-score games. And it was one thing to rally and beat Detroit, hold off Chicago, beat Arizona, that sort of thing. You know, win in Washington like they did. And, of course, we're finding out now that the commanders are pretty solid. Um, But, you know, the way that they won in Buffalo on uh, Sunday afternoon up there in Orchard Park, I heard a stat, by the way, that Buffalo had not lost a game where it led by two touchdowns at the half since 1968 when it played at Old War Memorial Stadium up there. So you think back, that's 54 years, Matt, that last time that happened to the Bills. Um, I think the one thing that I'll, that I'll say about the Vikings this year is they're a pretty resilient group. I think from the standpoint of they are, they're healthy for one, that's a big thing that's gone against them. That's, uh, and they're finding a way to win. These, these games that they're winning this year, Matt, were the games that they were losing last year. Had a fumble in overtime in Cincinnati that cost them a game. They missed a chip shot field goal at the end of where they lose at Arizona. You know that sort of thing, and so they, those are the things that were really killing this team. And I also think that part of it is the fact that Kevin O'Connell and Kirk Cousins, who have that history together when they were both in Washington, found that relationship or found that rapport, so where they're maybe lockstep with each other, that makes a difference. And I think Kirk's playing a little bit different this year from what I've watched over the last couple of years, simply because I think he doesn't—he's not afraid to make the mistake. You know, he threw two picks. In the uh, Against the Bills, and he still fought back from that. And here's the funny thing about this, Matt. Even on that great catch that uh, Jefferson made, they didn't score on that drive. That was the position where Cousins got stopped at the one inch line. And then, of course, Allen fumbles the snap in the end zone, and Eric Kendrick falls on it. But, you know, 8 1 is great. You've got a five game lead in the division against Green Bay and Detroit, but. You know, they've still got more to prove to themselves because they'll probably look at Dallas as a team that they've struggled with the last couple of years. They've lost to them in Minneapolis the last few times. And so it's an opportunity for them to keep proving to themselves that they are one of the better teams in the league. I, you know, look, I've had to watch some serious heartbreak over the last, I don't know, 15, 20 years of, of overtime games that they've lost in the playoffs. And I'm not going to say that they're capable of winning the Super Bowl just because I'm too guarded about that, but they've got a chance to do it this year. And yeah. they just got to keep playing. At a, they, you know, and, and Kevin O'Connell has said this, Matt, He's like, play at your best when your best is required. And that's why they've done what they've done in the fourth quarter, is that as goofy as it's been in a lot of these games, they've found, they found a way to make the right play at the right time. And that just wasn't happening under Mike Zimmer in the previous three, four seasons.
1: Boy, I love it. I can almost hear the emotion in your voice as you talk about this Vikings team. And uh, and Justin Jefferson now, uh, he broke a tie with Odell Beckham uh, Jr. and Randy Moss uh, for the uh, uh, 20th career game with 100-plus receiving yards. Uh, in his first three seasons, uh, breaking a tie with those two. So that's pretty rare, rarefied air, especially given the fact that uh, with Moss's ties to that particular team. All right, uh, Kevin, always great to catch up with you. Safe travels. Have a great evening. And we will see you Saturday morning versus those hated Hornfrogs. Frogs.
10: That'll work, Matt. Listen, always a pleasure. Thanks for having me, my man.
1: You bet. You bet. There he goes. Kevin Longquist, rivals.com. Always good to catch up with, uh, with Kevin. All right. I'm anxious to hear what Aaron Sexton has in store for us today because we got rankings coming out tonight. We got a lot out there to choose from. Where will Aaron turn? It is
11: Campus Confidential, and it's next. It's Senior Day in Waco this Saturday as the Bears close the 2022 home schedule, hosting the TCU Horned Frogs. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, live from Touchdown Alley. 11 a.m. kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. Bears, Frogs, on Senior Day at McLean Stadium this Saturday, right here on the flagship station for Baylor Bear football, ESPN Central Texas.
12: Make your trash disappear. Call your friends at Frontier. Frontier Waste Solutions is a locally owned and operated waste management company. We are Texas-based and Texas-proud. Frontier Waste offers roll-off dumpster rentals, commercial waste disposal, and residential garbage collection. At Frontier Waste, we will pick up your trash. Our equipment is well-maintained, and we have a great culture here where employees are taken care of, too. Call me for your municipal, commercial, and construction dumpster quotes today. Sabrina with Frontier, 254-855-6683. Or on our website, FrontierWaste.com.
7: Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof the insurance process for you don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof let a real professional you trust do the work for you put mcadams and sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over central texas check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid
12: NeighborWorks Waco is now in their 30th year of assisting families in the Waco area and purchasing their first home. Today, over 3,200 families have been assisted, and these new homeowners have gained over $320 million in home equity through these years. Would you like to be a part of these results? Give us a call at 254-752-1647 or register to get started at www.nw-waco.org. Let NeighborWorks Waco open the door to homeownership for you you and your family
10: you wouldn't call your doctor accountant or mechanic using a 1-800 number so why your bank if you have to dial 1-800 you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you come to central national bank and experience the difference bank different bank central central national bank member
5: fdic listen to espn central texas online at
7: centexsportsfan.com
6: my house has a
7: for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct and Home Estimate, UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love
12: my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct.
3: BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recessed lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel up Rates and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254 292 8908.
11: Call BP Services
1: when electricity on your list. Call BP Services. Your need is our pride home. 292 8908.
11: Your need is a pride home. Howdy, Chuck Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast, or even a bear yourself, join me, and let's find some bears in the wild.
6: Join the expedition at baylor.edu alumni.
5: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
7: I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Last night on Monday Night Football, the last undefeated team in the NFL went down as the Washington Commanders beat the Philadelphia Eagles 32 21. West Virginia has agreed to separate with athletic director Shane Lyons, who's been at the school since 2015. College football playoff ranking show tonight, starting at 6 o'clock on ESPN. Baylor Basketball beat Northern Colorado last night in the Farrell Center 95 to 62. Bader Women's Basketball back on the floor tonight in the Farrell Center, hosting SMU. Tip is at 7 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Dallas Mavericks back on the floor as well tonight, hosting the Clippers at the AAC. hip off is at 7:30. Catch the UMHB coach Larry Harmon show tonight, starting at 6 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
5: It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, and
1: it is Campus Confidential as we float toward our five o'clock Nikki Collin appearance, her weekly appearance at the Bears. Uh, get ready to play the Mustangs. Toyo Wilson former Baylor assistant she helped win a national title for the Bears in that 2012 to 2019 time she was here on uh, Kim Mulkey's staff she brings the Mustangs in here this evening we got to be prepared for that and uh, just hours before the game you'll get to hear from Nikki Collin herself all right Aaron though uh, I want you to run down some of the uh, bigger stories out there in uh, college athletics?
2: Well, the biggest one probably is the most heartbreaking. A former University of Virginia football player suspected of killing three other football players and wounding two other students is in custody. Authorities say the suspect in the shooting, identified as Christopher Darnell Jones Jr., was apprehended without incident yesterday. He's been arrested and charged with three counts of second-degree murder and three counts of using a handgun In commission of a felony, Jones was listed as a freshman running back on the team's 2018 roster. And his uh, roster bio noted that he had previously played at Petersburg High School in Virginia.
1: Yeah, it's just, uh, it's almost too much to even comprehend. Saw some of the uh, pictures last night. Students uh, holding a vigil. On campus, Uh, thousands of students just completely silent, honoring the memories of those uh, three, uh, you know, fallen teammates there at Virginia. I was just reading uh, uh, Coach Tony Elliott, you know, who used to be at, uh, I believe it was Clemson, but uh, he was talking and he said he's broken down in front of the team. A few times and and uh i think it's important for the team to see its coach and see you know because everybody's grieving in their own way but uh, uh just an awful awful deal i saw baylor had sent out condolences i think a lot of universities have uh reaching out to uh to virginia but just a just an enormous tragedy and um so senseless and i i still don't quite Uh, Have a full understanding. Other than they were on a bus, uh, some kind of off-campus activity, like a field trip type deal, and um, and and that is where this happened. And um, uh, I know we were praying also, Aaron, for there was a uh, another player on the team that uh, was uh, at least kind of able to write some messages uh, as they were trying to. He was in very serious condition but uh, hoping that uh, he'll pull through. But three of these players um, uh, were, uh, were, were gunned down, and it's just an uh, awful, awful deal. And, of course, this player now in custody, a former player, I should say, I think he was a walk-on running back perhaps, and uh, just awful. So uh, continue to send our, our thoughts over there to uh, the, uh, the UVA campus. TCU
2: men's basketball, nationally ranked, was upset last night by Northwestern State, who overcame a 14-point second-half deficit. TCU announced before the game that senior guard Damian Ball is serving a six-game suspension imposed by the NCAA for signing with an NBA-certified agent after last season. Ball had already set out the first two games before last night's loss. TCU coach Jamie Dixon said Ball self-reported the incident by telling the coaching staff, which then told the school's compliance officer. He's a transfer from Memphis that started 30 of 31 games last season while averaging 10.6 points and four and a half rebounds for the Horned Frogs.
1: Well, I don't think uh, that really shouldn't make a difference. You know, he's a good player. Uh, you, You should not be going out there and losing to a team from Natchitoches, Louisiana. Love the screaming demons. And they got that thing done. And I was driving last night, Aaron, after having done the show, and I was driving around listening to this uh, this game on Sirius uh, XM, and I, I knew TCU kind of had the lead and thought they were going to pull away. I was just listening because I had some friends doing the broadcast. Chris Blake was doing the halftime. John Denton was on the call. And I thought John and I were texting, and lo and behold, they lose. They lose to the screaming demons. I could not believe it when I heard. The other player I, I'm not hearing about, Aaron, is that big Eddie Lampkin that was such a great center. I'm not, I, he's supposed to be back this year. I'm not hearing his name at all. Now, Mikey Miles also did not play in that game for TCU. Again, there's no excuse in the world for a ranked TCU team to go out there and get beat by the screaming demons, but it's a reminder to us all. Bears got to be ready for SMU tonight, okay? And then the men went out last night and took care of uh, of Northern Colorado. All right, it is time. We do it every single Tuesday, and uh, it's just uh, oh man, we're not uh, we're just a couple of hours away, and. Thank you, Myatt Fuels. Thank you for what you do. Oh my gosh, the delivery, all the options that you do at Myatt Fuels. They, they, I love it when Billy talks about them. I've been hearing about them for years. And that non-ethanol—I mean, it, it is really some of the options are great. And we appreciate them being such a part of that. Nikki Collins appearance. Okay, Nikki Collins weekly visit with our program is next. <laughs>
12: Hey, everyone, with today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Dan Quinn talks about fixing Sunday's fourth-quarter woes in the loss at Green Bay. You'll hear from the Cowboys' defensive coordinator right after this.
0: What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family, and it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant. Proud to be the official energy provider of the
1: Dallas Cowboys.
6: PUCT number 1-0-0-0-7.
10: Becky Hammond
3: on being the first woman to coach in the NBA.
6: What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What
13: if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label?
3: It's not about where others say you should be, it's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals.
6: Visit
12: SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. The Cowboys defense has allowed over 200 rushing yards in each of the last two games, including Sunday's loss in Green Bay. That's bad, but even worse, according to defensive coordinator Dan Quinn, was giving up a 14-point lead.
10: That one stinks. And certainly losing the lead is as big a, a thing as anything. Certainly on defense, when you have it, you want to be able to close the door. And so the moments were there, I thought we made some uncharacteristic errors. We got to get that handled.
12: Things are no easier for Coach this week as he game plans against Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, and the Vikings, who were 8-1 and and now tied for the best record in the NFL. That's because the Eagles were knocked off at home last night by the Commanders. Dallas is 6-3, and two games behind the 8-1 and Eagles in the NFC East. That's today's Cowboys
1: Report. I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report, brought to you by Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial
8: Exit in Waco and at com.
5: Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team, ESPN Central Texas.
8: Everyone at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac loves giving back to the Central Texas community. Once again, they're participating in the U.S. Marine Corps' Toys for Tots campaign, and they're asking for you to participate. Toys for Tots is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas.
6: Now through December 9th, listeners of this radio station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy for Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac and drop it in the of the 2023 GMC Sierra Crew Cab pickup truck on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute those toys to children in need throughout Central Texas.
8: Also, if you purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from the dealership, Richard Carr will purchase $100 worth of toys in your name for the Marines to distribute.
6: Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac, 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive Exit in Waco.
5: The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
11: Howdy. Chet Garner here. Professional guide, Searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears. Oh, no. A particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot unless you know the signs. There they are. Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, Join me, and let's find some bears in the wild.
6: Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni.
0: There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, two fifty dollars domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco.
7: From the Alan Samuels Dodge
5: Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K two 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 DC Waco, K two six five DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.
0: Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, VersaLive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services.
1: And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Proud to be joined by Nikki Collin. For her weekly appearance, and always an interesting time of the season. You just get rolling, and then you got tournaments coming up. You got uh, Thanksgiving. You got finals on the way, so you got a lot to uh, manage. Uh, I thought we'd first look back at the Incarnate Word game, and I uh, I'm always kind of watching these things, thinking, okay, what's Nikki thinking right now? Uh, you, You probably weren't overly pleased at halftime of that game. But then you came out, and uh, I think it was 26-18 at halftime, and you all had a big third quarter. Um, is part of the uh, the shooting and maybe a little bit of the sluggishness early, just you had working new players that hadn't been out there all season into the mix, What uh, uh, what did, what was your kind of takeaway from the start and then kind of how you guys pulled away?
13: Yeah, I think first of all, part of the non-conference is – you face teams for the first time, um, mm-hmm. you know, and you're you're facing them, and they have players that also haven't played a lot of minutes for them. So you're kind of guessing. And Incarnate Word had played all man to man in their opener. Um, they played 40 minutes of zone against us. I think you saw the same thing, you know, with the men against Norfolk State look a little sluggish at first against the zone, and then. You know, break away. I think it's, some of it's about allowing the, the game to unfold and get better as the game went along. Um, you know, I thought our zone offense wasn't uh, abysmal in the first half. I thought we didn't finish around the rim. I thought we didn't do a great job when the ball went to the high post of relocating. Um, you know, I think defensively, you know, we were facing some Princeton elbow action, and for the most part, we did a pretty good job disrupting. Um, We continue to get better at that, but, you know, we've had people out for a week, out for two weeks, come Uh back in, go out. That was a game we got, you know, Jana and Erica back, but we also didn't have Jamie, um, you know, who's arguably our best shooter. So you've got kind of this um, ebb and flow to your roster as well as just facing teams that throw different looks at you and, and learning, you know, a year ago at this time. We were terrible against zone. By February, if you played us in zone, you played us about three possessions of zone, and we, you know, rifled through it, you know. And so it's about understanding, um, you know, there's only so much you can get done as much as 30 practices allow from an offensive perspective, from a defensive perspective. And then it's about allowing these games to play out. So, you know, how one team guards a ball screen isn't how another team guards a ball screen. One team's going to play in a 2-3 zone, the next team might play you in a 3-2 zone. One team's going to press, the next team isn't. And so some of that is just growth opportunity as a team to, regardless of what someone throws at you, be able to adapt.
1: All right, Um Asia gets her 20th uh, 20-point outing of her career, and you know kind of what you can count on night in, night out. It it was uh, first starts, career starts for Bella. Uh, You know, when Jaden first transferred in, I I didn't know, maybe in my mind, I'm like, well, maybe she's going to be a big scorer or whatever. She's a three-point shooter. And it turns out she's some kind of like really tremendous passer in the open floor. You know, there's just certain people – that can see things develop quickly. If you've got one of those players, it's a great thing. Uh, how did you think she did in that starting role? She's used to kind of giving you energy off the bench, and um, and 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 what is she bringing the team right now? Because while Sarah is your unquestioned leader at guard, it it, it just is really nice to have somebody, uh, at least from watching it that sees the floor so well in Jaden, in the sense it allows Sarah to do some other things off the ball and and it it, it gives you a few more options.
13: Yeah, I think Jaden for sure um, excels in the open floor Um, when things are unfolding in front of her. I think her growth is still like in the half court, what's happening behind her, you know, Mm. as she attacks, um, being able to read, you know, kind of who's tagging rollers, in um, ball screen coverages and and what those reads are, but I think when things are happening in front of her, um, her speed, um, you know, she's just really fast in the open floor. It's what makes her good defensively, makes her a playmaker on the defensive end as well. Is, is she's just she's really fast. She's fast recovering. She's fast with the ball in her hands, and so I do think it's good. I think it helps Sarah, um, you know, not have to handle the pressure. Uh, with the ball in her hands for 40 minutes. And we certainly have ways if if Jaden's running the one and Sarah's off the ball to screen her back to the ball and get the ball back in Sarah's hands um, because she is the best at putting downhill pressure on our opponents and, and kind of making those decisions in the half court. Um, but I, I think that uh, what I've seen from Jaden is, is a more consistent discipline at the defensive end. She's always been a playmaker. Um, but she'll overextend, she'll overhelp, she'll, you know, get back cut. And I think she's just doing a better job of of being more disciplined, um, not taking fakes all the time, you know. And, and I think that's that's the key to being a good defensive player is she's fast enough, um, anticipates well enough to be fantastic at it, but you have to be disciplined. You know, you you, you can't go for every ball fake, shot fake, jab, mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and you've got to, like, pick a spot ahead and, and be ready to chess people up. And so I, I think she's she's been really, really good, um, actually, in both games in, in that regard.
1: Nikki Collin with her weekly appearance on the Matt Mosley Show ESPN Central Texas. And um, I do want to look ahead to uh, tonight's game against SMU and also big game coming up with uh, Maryland. We're hoping for a great crowd out there, 2 o'clock at the the Farrell Center. Um, And that's going to be, uh, what an opportunity that's going to be uh, coming up. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. I I did see um, with with Bella Fontelroy, she got the uh, Big 12 Freshman of the Week, which is a great start. For for both Fondleroy and, and uh Fondleroy and uh uh and Little Page Bugs, which by the way, I, I don't know if you ever get to go back and watch like the T V broadcast, but like uh, Jim Howler has so much fun saying her last name. I just think he invents ways to <laughs> say it over and over again, and he's just little page yeah. bugs. You know how he talks. He's got the uh, he's yeah, got that, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah quintessential Texas uh, voice. And he's like little page bugs, and uh, he, I think he just really loves saying it. But you know, she and and Bella are giving him reason to say it a lot. And at first, when and we talked about this last week, we're not totally used to seeing freshmen have this kind of immediate impact but there was a moment i think it was in the third quarter when and bella had what 17 points in the first game 11 points in the next game where bella got open on the at the three-point line and and sometimes you're like okay what's this going to look like and man i mean it just the the stroke and everything look looked perfect like i thought Oh my goodness! Okay, so she's also going to be able to go out of here and Im- impact games that way. I are you just seeing, especially just zeroing in on Bella, someone that's just was is extremely comfortable out there from the start.
13: Yeah, I mean, I think um, as all freshmen ebb and flow. I think when Bella first got here, he didn't play like a freshman. Like when she would step on the court, it was just a competitor. Um, and then, like most freshmen, went through a spell where we started putting plays in, and we started putting um, different ways to guard ball screens, and are we icing it? Are we, you know, playing drop coverage? Are we going to hard hedge it? Like, where all of a sudden it was like he went through um, paralysis by analysis, you know, like because she's she's very much a thinker. And, and so she lost a little bit of that, and I think mm. it's starting to bounce back. I think she's starting um, – she wants to do everything perfectly, and the reality is that that's just not how the game of basketball is played. And But, but there's there's two things Bella can really do. She can rebound and she can shoot. And, you know, I, I've, I've really tried – I thought – She looked like a deer in headlights when I started her in the last game. And I took her out, and when I put her back in, I said, Bella, the things that got you 17 points in the first game, you got a couple steals making hustle plays. You know, you got on the offensive glass. Like, if you'll do those things, you'll be fine. If you just take open shots and rebound the ball at both ends, you're going to be really, really good for this team. And so I think as long as she hangs on to those two things, she is a great shooter. Um, she's a confident shooter um, and, and she's going to get shot. And she's got teammates that are going to get her shot. Um, but I think the thing that she does better than anybody on our team, shockingly, when you think about a player like Asia Blackwell, um, who's been known as a, a rebounder, Bella is just so bouncy and she can go get balls out of her area. And so her and, and Bugs both are such good rebounders for freshmen, but they're very different. Bugs is long and lean and you know, needs to go tip it, you know, Bugs is a tipper. Like she's going to tip a ball and keep it live and then go get it. Bella, like she's going with two hands and she's pulling it in a crowd. Um, So she has unusual strength um, for a freshman, honestly. So she's got bouncing strength. And so I think both of those guys, um, you know, are um, playing pretty confidently as freshmen. Now they have their moments. I thought, you know, Bugs missed some easy ones early in the game against Incarnate Word, and and got a little flustered. But the one thing about her, she's gonna keep playing. Like she's not gonna hang her head. She's gonna go block a shot. She's gonna go get in the passing lane. She's gonna go. I mean, she just Bugs is not wired. She's wired to win. You know, pure and simple. She is wired to win, and I think that's what makes her special.
1: All right, um, the, um, the The Bears have SMU coming in this evening, uh, a step up in competition. They're probably, oh, I think picked to be about third in their conference. But uh, very familiar uh, Baylor fans with Toyo Wilson. Uh, their head uh, coach, who's been there now a couple of seasons, and uh, she was part of one of Baylor's national championship uh, coaching staffs and was here from about 2012 to 2019. Um, this will be a, a really good – I mean, this whole process is kind of nice because you've got SMU, which is a step up, and then, of course, Maryland's a step up from that. I don't know if that's how you see it exactly. But uh, I'm curious what you've been able to, to learn about, uh, I think I was reading about maybe Wilkinson as one of their players that's uh, supposed to be really good. Who Who is kind of, st- what's standing out about SMU and what has uh, Coach Wilson uh, done with that program so far? Hadn't been there that long.
13: Yeah, I mean, obviously they had a great year last year relative to what the expectations were. Um, but I think Toyel is has obviously been Someone who's been a good recruiter, and when you look at their three leading scores, they're all power five transfers. Um, you know, Wilkinson played three years at Florida State, I think she, she might be a sixth year. I actually recruited um, Wilkinson when I was at Florida Gulf Coast, and she was like a 15 year old in England, um, you know, and and I had recruited overseas, and you know, and and it was uh, so I, I really. Um, as much as I didn't necessarily follow her every step of the way at, with her time at Florida State, you know, I've been really, really aware of her, you know, for almost 10 years now, which is crazy. Um, you know, but, but she's, um, if I had to describe her, I would say a wily veteran version of Bugs. You know, she's a kid that excels in the mid-range, can really rebound the basketball, can play off the bounce a little bit, can make a three, but isn't going to spend a lot of time at the arc. Um, more comfortable in that 15 to 17 feet. Um, but then now her, her partner in crime out there is Chantel Embry, who played at Texas Tech a year ago and is a normal Oklahoma, Norm, Norman, Oklahoma native, um, you know, and is leading them in scoring. Now it's two games, but, you know, just is a, a big, strong, competitive kid who, who can make a three, isn't out there firing them at three for four in two games. Um, from the arc. So you have to respect her out there and is really physical inside. And then their leading guard score and assist person is a, is a fifth year um, that this is her second year there, but she played it right. um, And transferred Uh. there after Tina Langley, you know, went to Washington. And so, you know, you've got, you've got power five kids, you've got fifth year and sixth year kids kind of leading the way and, and, and they're competitive. Like they, they guard you really, really hard. And, um, they run some stuff that that Baylor fans are going to be familiar with um, because some of the stuff you know Coach Mulkey ran and um, that, you know probably as one of her mentors and so uh, but but they're going to compete and and there's a lot of kids on that roster that are from the state of Texas that you know these are these are Super Bowl type games for them.
1: Yeah, and uh, and boy, I tell you that we need. Uh... We need the students and everybody to get out there and make that a tough environment because the last thing you want is to SMU to try to get too comfortable uh, early in this game. So that needs to be a, uh, uh, a raucous atmosphere. And then um, uh, a return trip after uh, Maryland. And I, I should uh, add, because I really think it's a cool thing y'all are doing, um, the uh, these women's games – they're doing a coat drive, and right there on the concourse, uh, lightly used or new coats, and uh, of course those are going to go to folks all across Central Texas, and and uh, it, it's uh, it, I think it's a really good thing that uh, that y- y'all are doing, and I think that's going to happen all the way through maybe uh, December seventh. December,
13: December 9th. December ninth. Yeah, I okay. mean, I think it's important. You know, when when I got here, we wanted to be um, intentional about. How we gave back to the community, and I think a lot of times it's there's a lot of lot of ways we can help, you know. But but we've partnered with South Waco Elementary to to try to truly make a difference, um, not just you know throw darts at a dartboard and and get hits here and there, but but really understand a, a, and have a partnership and figure out how we can consistently help. And you know, so we we've done back to school supply drives for them, but this was something that um, was designated as a need for them, that they, they needed coats mm. for kids as the weather was changing. And so this is definitely a way um, to give back to, you know, the underserved in, at South Waco Elementary. And so, yeah, I mean, we're, we're excited about that, and hopefully fans will get behind that as this Christmas season is approaching and, and everything that means. And, you know, with Maryland, you know, I mean, we, we just – we know it's, the students can go home. As it's Thanksgiving break, we just need them to stay for half a day and then, then leave on Sunday evening. We, we need, you know, all of Central Texas, you know, at that game. We, we played in front of a huge crowd at Maryland a year ago and, you know, had a three-point shot at the buzzer, a wide-open shot to send the game to overtime. And, you know, we've obviously had a lot of change from last year. They've had a ton of change. I think they have four new starters as well and, and hit the transfer portal really, really hard um and they're playing five guards all the time so they look a little different um and uh but you know we we just we take one game at a time and yeah and certainly early in the year when you only have so much video on teams I've certainly watched them I've watched their Fordham game we played Fordham last year um so you know had a really good feel for their personnel and and how tough an opponent Fordham can be and they gave Maryland a really good game and you know, I think South Carolina right now. When you talk about the difference between Maryland playing um, with five guards and then trying to play South Carolina, that basically sometimes plays five posts at the same time. You know, it's, it's going to be a challenge to keep them off the glass. And so, um, just think they're they're unique right now. And uh, but these these are all different type of tests, but certainly tests that we want to pass. So yeah, um, we we definitely need we definitely need the community and. <laughs> And the Baylor family to, to support this team this week.
1: Well, that's going to be uh, uh, tonight, of course, at the seven o'clock at the Ferrell Center with SMU, and then two o'clock on Sunday against uh, Maryland. So after big noon kickoff comes through town, uh, get ready for uh, a Sunday at two o'clock, and that'll be good. The, the player I noticed for them was uh, for Maryland, that is Abby Myers. Uh, who in that South Carolina game ends up with 21 points, six rebounds, six foot guard, uh, the Ivy League Player of the Year coming from Princeton, and in this uh, world of like free transfers and all that kind of stuff, it's uh, it's just interesting. I mean, one day you're the star of the Ivy League, uh, next time you're one of the lead players for 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 a team like Maryland in the Big Ten. So uh, it's uh, it's really interesting how all that happens. By the way, I need to. Uh, I know you need to get going here, but I. Uh, At the end of that game the other night, um, I mean, you just keep throwing these freshmen in waves out there. And then Kyla Abraham hits the court. And I thought, whoa, whoa, wait a second here. And, uh, I mean, six, three, long, uh, was immediately active around the rim. And so, um, I, you know, I, maybe that's someone that you're going to have to kind of work in and, and a, more of a de- developmental type player. But I got to say, she, I, I just happened to be kind of, you know, watching the end of the game. And I thought, wait, remind me who this is. And uh, I had to kind of look her up and everything. But, man. Uh, that that's gonna be somebody to be excited about in the future, I think.
13: Yeah, I think I think um you know, you you said it before, like when you're not used to seeing freshmen play at Baylor, um, because there's there's been such deep talent in this program for so long that it was that it was hard. You know, it's hard for freshmen. And I think Kyla's just in a situation right now, um, where it's it, it is a bit of a log jam, and as we get Caitlin backs, hopefully this week, um, you know, that honestly changes everything for us. Like she just, she does so many little things for us. And she's, she's truly a point forward. And she's the anchor of our defense from a communication perspective. Um, she's like that safety in football. That's telling everybody what's getting ready to happen. Mm. And so I just think Kyla um, has all the raw tools. I mean, you're going to notice her in the layup line. You know, if you're there before the game, because she does certain things so effortlessly, things that you can't teach, um, but, you know, just needs work on, you know, understanding the whys and and um, not necessarily getting stronger, like needs to bench press more, but functionally strong, learning how to use her lower body on post-up, learning how to compete hard on every possession, you know, it's very easy as a big kid to float around, you know, at the high school level. And so to really understand the physicality involved and, and, you know, what you have to do. I mean, I, I said this after our first game and, um, you know, we scored 88 points in our, in our first game and synergy had us for two post-ups, one of them we kicked out and one of them, we had a charge on a lob path. It really wasn't a post-up action, if, if I'm being truthful. Yeah. You know, like all of our no, our points in the paint were insane. You know, so we were, we're, we're getting the ball to the paint. We're just not getting it there in the traditional yeah. somebody on the low block post up and throw it to them. But we want that to be maybe not the focal point of our offense, but a part of it. And so really getting this group of post players to understand when and why you know, that that they need to get into high-low settings and, and how they'll have room to maneuver. You know, we, we aren't a team that's just going to dribble down. We don't have Kalani Brown. You know, we don't have Brittany Griner. We don't have that kid that, like, hey, throw it to the wing, cut to the corner, and then feed the post. You know, like, that's not – it's certainly not who we are with this roster, but there are parts of the post-up game that, that need to become more impactful for us if we're going to be – able to win any type of game Um, and so you know it's an area we want to grow in it's why we went out you know and signed Letty and and brought some size and a six seven player that we feel like can can rim protect can so I I think we're we're not abandoning that for fans that think oh my gosh they don't have post players they're not throwing (laughs) it to the post you know like we just you know clean and list were seniors last year and you know I think you know, at, at the point that we, we get Dre Edwards eligible, she's a player that, that can do some damage on the low block, you know, yeah. and, and getting Asia to play inside out and posting up our threes at times because Bella can go post up, you know, a guard. So we'll get there. You know, it, it just uh-huh. won't look exactly like, you know, overload, pounded to the post, um, historical, you know, kind of Baylor basketball.
1: Yeah. Well, you were kind to kind of explain the four 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 situation with Dre. And I think for fans, it shed a little more light on exactly what was uh, going on with Dre Edwards as everybody works through that. And, of course, my, indicate, my first inclination was to blame some previous school. And I think you kind of talked me down off that one as well. I was hearing rumblings yesterday that maybe mid to, uh, you know, whatever. There's a big game, I think, December 18th that comes to mind. That maybe are we are we trending in the right direction with Dre or are you do you not really want to commit to anything there? I, I was just kind of hearing I really don't something hopeful yesterday. To something that
13: okay, I'm, you know, passively optimistic. You know, like I just I think there's still okay you know things that need to fall into place and and uh, don't want to get anyone's hopes up or okay. you, know, um, you know we're we're just business as usual and keep plugging away at trying to make it a reality um, at some point. And so, yeah, there are there are multiple layers to that that, um, okay. you know, we, we can't really discuss. But we certainly will have a daunting veteran look when we can get Asia Blackwell, Caitlin Bickle, and Dre Edwards on the floor at the same time. That <laughs> will make me a very excited coach to be able to – you know, game pan for people, you know, with those three on the court at the same time. So, you know, still still optimistic, but also okay. I gotta coach, you know, I gotta coach and and teach and and prepare, you know, the group that I know can hit the Man. floor right now.
1: Yeah, you started to sound like Normandale there at the end. I've got a you know, what did he say? <laughs> my my team's on the floor or whatever. Um and right, oh, can, right, we, right, right. can we break some news? Could Caitlin uh, could she play tonight, or or were you thinking more likely Sunday? Okay, well, you did she's meant, definitely yeah.
13: not out tonight. She's definitely out tonight. Um, okay, she won't suit up tonight. And then we're gonna we're gonna see as the week goes along. So once again, hopeful hopeful that she's back for Maryland, but not making any guarantees. Um, but trending in the right direction with her. I mean, she hasn't gotten to do really anything basketball. Um, so far, just because of, of how immobilized, you know, her thumb has been, other than she'll jump into some defensive drills. She'll jump into some 5 on 0 when I want to get Bella reps at the four. I know I can play Caitlin at the three or the two or wherever I need a player to, to move other pieces around for them to get, you know, reps 5 on 0. But you know, avoiding contact at, at all costs right now with her because, yeah, um, regardless of when she's back, I just, She's just one of those players that um, is, is truly, I, I, I've used this term before, but she's a security blanket for me. Like, I know that she knows what we're trying to do. You know, not just the play, but why we're running the play, what we're trying to get out of the play, and, you know, why we do what we do. And so, you know, it's, it's just like having another coach on the floor.
1: Well, listen. We'll be uh, we'll be watching tonight against uh, SMU, and uh, that's going to be fun uh, to have an old SWC foe in the building. And then, of course, Maryland comes in here, and uh, and that'll be a great chance at um, uh, uh, another the rematch from uh, last year. And so, again, two o'clock Sunday. Everybody, get out there. And I know, Coach, you'll be watching the Bears try to take down the undefeated uh, Horn Frogs on Saturday. And uh, I appreciate it. We always. Uh, uh look forward to visiting with you.
13: I think I think Coach Randall will have a really good plan for that. So I, I feel good. I feel good about you know a potential upset cooking here uh, at McLean. So yeah, no Ooh. pressure. But I, I I just feel really good about how he'll he'll get that group to bounce back after a, obviously a tough game against Kansas oh. State. So
1: I like it. I like it. If Coach Collin feels like something's moving toward an upset uh, I'm, I can get on board with that. That is our uh, weekly appearance with Nikki Collin. Next, we uh, look at the Cowboys' failing uh, run defense. Can they get it going again? Uh, we will uh, find out against a great back that Minnesota has this weekend. We discuss it next.
5: The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas.
8: It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears. John Morris.
9: Everybody, it's time check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor basketball wins on the floor in the Farrell Center, handing Scott Drew his 400th win as the head coach at Baylor. That plus women's basketball in action tonight, straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat.
3: Say big during the Black Friday sales event at Alan Samuels in Waco, celebrating with an incredible lineup of all new 2022 Jeep models like the Grand Cherokee, Grand Cherokee L, Renegade, Gladiator, Wrangler, and the Wrangler 4XE. Jeep SUVs are known for their design and technology. The Grand Cherokee L even brings you extended seating with a third row. If we don't have exactly what you want, we can order it today. Come see what Alan Samuels can offer you and your family and find the Jeep that fits your lifestyle. Come by. Let's be friends.
1: Are you a proud Baylor fan? Do you love prizes? The Baylor Bold Rewards app allows fans to track their attendance across athletic events and earn rewards. Baylor Athletics wants to reward the most loyal fans, so register online today at BaylorBoldRewards.com or download the Baylor Bold Rewards app straight to your phone. Prizes this year are better than ever, so start earning your rewards points today and sign up for Baylor Bold Rewards.
6: You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on
8: ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris.
9: And welcome back. Fifth-ranked Baylor basketball ran their record to 3-0 and on the season with a dominating 95-62 to win last night over Northern Colorado on the floor in the Farrell Center. Baylor had five players in double figures led by L.J. Cryer's 20. The Big 12 Player of the Week, Adam Flagler, had 13 points and 10 assists, a double-double for Flagler, in the win by Baylor. It was milestone win number 400 for Scott Drew as the head coach at Baylor. In typical fashion, he chose to share the success.
5: Well,
2: uh, first, uh, God's blessed us with great players, staff, administration. fans so it's a team honor team accomplishment so congrats to everybody out there i do think the uh, players enjoyed the cold water i think they had it they must have gotten that uh, uh from the ice box that stuff was frozen so <laughs> anyway uh uh more, most importantly it was a great win team did a great job and now we're on to uh getting ready for vegas
9: Scott Drew following career win number 400 at Baylor last night in the Farrell Center. Next up, the Bears off to Las Vegas to play in the Continental Tire main event Friday versus Virginia and Sunday versus either UCLA or Illinois. Meanwhile, Nikki Collin and the now 17th ranked Baylor women in action tonight in the Farrell Center versus SMU. Freshman Bella Fauntleroy named the Big 12's Freshman of the Week the Baylor women on the air at 6:30 tonight tip off at 7 here on ESPN Central Texas television tonight on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris.
4: ESPN Central
5: Texas is your flagship station for Baylor athletics.
4: Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray-in bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, fifty-eight forty-nine North Highway Six in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook.
6: Make a winning drive to Genco and refinance your vehicle. Every loan can skip monthly payments for 90 days with rates as low as 3.75% APR for 48 months. Right now is the time to make a play. At Genco, we save you money by helping you pay less for your car. Every loan scores no payments for 90 days. Then have a chance to win three more months of no payments. Apply online today for an additional discount of 0.15% off our already low rates. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Member NCUA.
7: Tractor Supply Distribution Center in Waco is hiring team members for all shifts. Weekday, weekend, and overnight shifts available. Starting wages up to $20 an hour. Benefits after 30 days. Competitive and on-demand pay. 401k matches. Bonus potential. Tuition reimbursement. Tractor Supply Store discounts and much more. Tractor Supply Distribution Center in Waco is located at 2801 Corporation Parkway. Apply online at tractorsupply.jobs. That's tractorsupply.jobs. Or you can even text tractor DC to 25000. Baylor Football on
5: ESPN Central Texas.
7: I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by VP Services. Last night on Monday Night Football, the last undefeated team in the NFL went down as the Washington Commanders beat the Philadelphia Eagles 32 to 21. West Virginia has agreed to separate with athletic director Shane Lyons. He's been at the school since 2015. College football playoff ranking show tonight, starting at six o'clock on ESPN. Baylor basketball beat Northern Colorado last night in the Ferrell Center, 95 to 62. Baylor women's basketball back on the floor tonight in the ferrell center hosting smu tip is at seven o'clock and you can hear that game on espn Central texas dallas mavericks back on the floor as well tonight hosting the clippers at the aac hip hop is at 7 30 catch the umhb coach larry Harmon show tonight starting at six on fox sports central texas sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas
1: On his Matt Mosley show on a uh, kind of a brisk, cool, damp uh, Tuesday afternoon as we get you ready for Fox Big Kickoff. Aaron, who knew if we had been told last week at this time that the Fox Big Noon kickoff was coming to town, we would have thought Baylor victory over K-State, TCU win over Texas, and we're all going to strap it on. Kind of a maybe could even be a, a preview. Of the Big 12 title game, but no, the Bears lose. Yet the Fox people coming to see us anyway, and we like them. They're good folks. We're just kind of surprised, and now we're scrambling trying to get the students out there. Here, everybody's gonna, here, ready to go have some, uh, you know, Thanksgiving turkey. Go home for Thanksgiving break. I think the Baylor people last week you got this incredible crowd. You got the blackout. And uh, and, and with a win, I think it would have been easy to get everybody to stick around. With a loss, not as easy, okay? Now, if you're thinking about leaving town, stay with us. Stay with us. And then, of course, uh, Sunday afternoon, 2 o'clock, as we were just talking about to Nikki Collin, uh, that's uh, Myatt Fuels. Thank you, by the way. Way to go, Myatt. That's that's big time what you guys continue to do uh, here in the – Here in greater central Texas, man, you need that uh, fuel, off-road type situation. They'll get it to you. Thank you, Myatt. Thank you for what you do. Um, Aaron, uh, some breaking news around the country. Uh, I did want to tell you, this is going to be kind of fun. I believe this is happening tonight at 6 o'clock p.m. Central. Kentucky, number four team in the country, ranked right ahead of Baylor and Kansas. We'll, uh, we'll play Michigan State, all right? This is all happening at Gainbridge Fieldhouse in Indianapolis. Is that what they call Gainbridge Field? Is that where we won the big uh, national title? Is it called Gainbridge? I don't even remember it being called that, but I guess it is. In Indianapolis, Kentucky and Michigan State getting it on here in about 15 minutes. Uh, Kentucky favored by seven. Michigan State nearly knocked off Gonzaga. Isn't that right, Aaron? Did I hear that recently? And so uh, that that could be a good matchup. That's our only loss, and so it's a good loss. Um, Duke and Kansas get it on. Kansas ranked, if I can read this correctly, seventh in the country. Um, Now, Aaron, they've got Kansas listed as number six. I thought we had decided Baylor and Kansas were still tied. At five, anyway, maybe they're using a different. uh, Maybe they're using the ESPN rankings. You never know. But uh, isn't that interesting? Number six, Kansas. That's how they have them listed against number seven, Duke. That's at eight thirty tonight. I love that. Some late night college hoops, and uh, this is that State Farm Champions Classic. Naren, sad news. Okay. Everybody gather around. Bill Self not allowed to be on the sideline tonight. And then his uh, Curtis Townsend, his longtime assistant, who became a friend of mine during the uh, Big 12. You think I'm kidding, Aaron? Curtis and I sat next to each other. I think they found out I knew Trey Johnson, and that's the only reason they really really, uh, bonded with me. But, boy, we became thicker than thieves. Hung out, watched a little basketball. Um... Duke and Kansas, and uh, Bill Self. Now, Aaron, he's been with the team. Last night, though, he left the team around midnight. He was at the team hotel, but he he's staying at a different <laughs> hotel in Indianapolis, we were told today. All right, so let's keep our eye on that. And one other quick note, uh, Martin Perez uh, has uh, signed his qualifying offer with the Texas Rangers. Now, they in a quick conference call, Rangers said, hey, this does not preclude us from, you know, going after some of these big-time, front-line-type pitchers. But I do want to pass that along, that Martin Perez <clears throat> has signed his qualifying offer, which I believe was in the neighborhood of about $19.5 million. Way to go, Martin. You know, I think that's I think that's smart. You know, because I'm sure after having a great season, he was thinking, let's get a multi-year-type deal. Hey, do it again. $20 million Not bad, not bad for uh, 30, whatever he is now, 32, 33-year-old pitcher. Martin Perez returning to the Rangers. He has signed his qualifying offer, all right? And so uh, he will accept that. $19.65 million is what that one is. Also, Jock Peterson signed his qualifying offer, uh, offer with the San Francisco Giants. Players who turned them down, Aaron, you knew Aaron Judge would. Trey Turner, Xander Bogarts, all the big ones. Degrom, Dazby Swanson, Rodon, Carlos Rodon. The uh, <laughs> I hear
5: you. Uh, it is the uh, it is time for the dismount on the Matt Mosley show. That is next. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas.
8: An agent for 31 years, Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options, whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance and retirement planning. And Joe is proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was a Baylor chaplain for 50 years, and his son Bo plays baseball there. Call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today, 972-771-8051. That's 972 771 8051
11: Howdy, Check Garner here, professional guide, Searching for bears In the wild, but not just any Bears, oh no, a particular Kind, with hundreds Of thousands roaming freely in the wild Yet still hard to spot Unless you know the signs There they are Baylor Bears If you're a bear enthusiast, or even a bear yourself Join me, and let's find some Bears in the wild
6: Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni.
5: Stay close. The dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center.
7: I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by BP Services. Last night on Monday Night Football, the last undefeated team in the NFL went down as the Washington Commanders beat the Philadelphia Eagles 32 to 21. West Virginia has agreed to separate with athletic director Shane Lyons. He's been at the school since 2015. College football playoff Ranking show tonight, starting at six o'clock on ESPN. Baylor basketball beat Northern Colorado last night in the Farrell Center, 95 to 62. Baylor women's basketball back on the floor tonight in. The the ferrell center hosting smu tip is at seven o'clock and you can hear that game on espn central texas dallas mavericks back on the floor as well tonight hosting the clippers at the aac hip-off is at 7 30 catch the umhb coach larry Harmon show tonight starting at six on fox Sports central texas sports center every 20 minutes only on espn
5: central texas it's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, we got to wrap it up quickly tonight. I did notice where Urban
1: Meyer, in town for big noon kickoff, has uh, the Tennessee Vols third in his playoff picks. College football playoff picks uh, or the top 25 will be announced in just uh, moments away from finding that out Tuesday evening. We'll react to it tomorrow on the Matt Mosley Show. And stay tuned tonight, of course, for the Baylor um, uh, game against uh, SMU in town. Toel Wilson, old friend, is in town. Everybody have a tremendous evening, and we will talk
5: to you tomorrow at 4 o'clock straight up. It's time now for the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Here's your host, John Morris. Everybody,
9: it's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Modern Media.